This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Stock up for Christmas at Chemist Warehouse. Find Ralph Lauren Polo Red 75ml for just $79.99. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. Good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ Friday. Yes, it is Friday the 10th of December. It's just after 6 o'clock here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Ooh, I love Fridays. I'm up and about, the alarm goes off and I get straight out of bed because Friday's here and at 9 o'clock it's time to hit the golf course and rip into a festive weekend. To wherever you are in the country, I hope you're staying tuned throughout the morning. We've got a great Friday show, fun Fridays we call them, and we've got a new man in the seat and up in Auckland and he's we got him out of the house because he had to do some sanding and painting so he's up and about two so we'll get to him pretty shortly Ricardo Ball great to have you here brother anyway what have we got for the show summer in New Zealand means the four letter B barbecue beers bowling and batting summer of cricket as well and truly in flight particularly spark sports super smash and today we catch up with cd central districts head coach the stags rob walter now two from two and take on canterbury tonight we're going to catch up and get a wee update on the super smash today from rob walter looking forward to chatting to the stags my hometown the cd stags they're all, they're going great Great, mate. Ain't two games in, but we'll, we'll claim it. Anyway, looking forward to chatting to him. And then we've got our Waikato Stud Racing Preview. This week, we catch up with trainer Rob Dennis ahead of this weekend's big races in Invercargill, Ascot Park. We've got tips for Tarapa. Now we'll get a fill-up down south, so make sure your TAB account's full. And maybe Quizzy Dag will get you an extra 50 bucks as well, about 640 ish We've got the Ashes series. It's, it's themed Ashes Cricket. Is the uh, Quizzy Dad quiz? So make sure you upscale on the ashes and uh, maybe self get yourself filled up with that. And then Rob Dennis will tip you into a few this weekend in Nivacargo. Also, after eight o'clock, World Rugby announced their awards during the week, and one of our own picked up an award. He scored 15 tries in a season, second to the one and only Joe Rockathoko. Rockathoko, Breakthrough Player of the Year, Will Jordan. He'll be on the show at 8 o'clock before I school him on the golf course at about 11 o'clock this morning. I'm going to tune him up. Looking forward to chatting to Will. He's had a breakthrough year, 15 tries. He's ahead of um, Brian 
own Habana, so that just shows the kind of calibre he's rolling with at the moment. Second year in the squad. I think he scored something like 26 tries in two years. I scored 26 in eight years, so there you go. He's harming. He's harming our Will Jordan. He knows how to score a trial too. I'm going to have a chat to him about what position does he favour. He's playing wing, but he's a quality fullback too. So if you've got any questions for any of our guests, Rob Walter, Rob Dennis, or Will Jordan throughout the morning, make sure you text us on double eight double three, or give us a call on the Kennard Tire phone line 0800-150-811 and we will get those to our guests throughout the morning. So looking forward to the show. And then 8.40ish, we love Fridays because it's a chance to reflect on the week, celebrate the week that has and was, and we get to have our Friday tipple. There you go. Love to the team in Auckland. Trudy, Joe, Kez, Ricardo Ball, and then going to go to Skip, Baz, McCullum, and his black T-shirt. Looking sharp today, my brother. How are you, my mate? <laughs> I'm good, brother. I'm good. Good morning to you, Is Good morning to everyone up in Auckland. A good welcome back as well to you, Ricardo. Good to see you, brother. Thanks for getting up and out of bed. You look a bit stiff today after all that maintenance work that you took care of yesterday. <laughs> we want to hear all about that very soon as well. Nothing worse. Yeah, I want to be update on that. The house. Yeah. What do they say? It's not Tell us how handy you really are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. Let's let's find out from Ricardo. What did you yeah. get up to yesterday, man? Go on, Ricardo. How are you, brother? I'm good, man. I'm good. I oh, saw so a little while ago we got our um we got our place retrofitted with double glazing. Because um, our place is built in 1950, old old place, so it's all old wooden yeah. uh, architraves and stuff, and so they do that. But um, obviously, it ruins all the where all the old joins and stuff used to be. So you have to sand everything back and repaint. Uh, so yeah, so yeah, just been doing that. Um, to be honest, my missus is way better at handyman stuff than me. But she, <laughs> but I was on holiday and she had to work still, so she put me to work. And honestly, I'll I'll send you a photo in the chat, guys. I. Uh, I looked like a ghost yesterday. Uh, not like the Patrick Swayze sort either. No, no, no. It was more like uh, <laughs> more like something out of Ghostbusters. Uh, it was absolutely covered, absolutely covered. Did in you have a mask on? Uh, no, I wore goggles, but I didn't have a mask on. No, <laughs> you're supposed to wear a mask, Baz. See, I'm finding things out all the time. <laughs> Well, you kind of meant to wear a mask everywhere you go these days, not just while you're sanding. So. <laughs> I was inside my house. So I oh, thought I was okay. Yeah, no, you should have. Should have been how okay. deflating well, is that? We want to see some wife... pictures. All right, I'll send you some pictures. Yeah, we'll send us some photos. But how deflating is that? Your wife's so handy and just way more handier than you. And I'm just, oh, oh, I, I don't handy. even fight Nothing it anymore. Is. Like, we bought our daughter. We bought our daughter a bike last Christmas. And, uh, yeah, she was the one that put it together, you know. I was just like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, no, just, just, just. <laughs> I'll sit here and have a beer. You do that. Yeah, good, good, cool, good, cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's, so, oh, that's so 2021 of you. I'm just embracing it. I'm just embracing it. What else have you been up to? What about you, what Trudy? What have you been up to, but, Ricardo? Yeah. Oh, I'm just laughing because the first step is admitting it. Well done. <laughs> um, and yeah, so mask, Ricardo's probably a good idea because you're sanding paint that's been there since 1950. So I can't imagine it's overly healthy for the lungs. So but lead-based maybe? Um, I went to Prago yesterday for lunch, boys. It was fun. And then down to Harborside. And then at Uber home. But I was in bed by... <laughs> when you start at lunchtime, yeah. bed by about half past six now. <laughs> 
Good time. Who had a better day? <laughs> Over there. Uh, <laughs> We're just doing a little recce for What'd our you Christmas eat? party. What'd you get? What did you get at the at that Prego? Truths, they got some good tucker there. I love that place. I had um, like a beautiful prawn linguine and some <laughs> wag, wag you. Now I sound like a wanker. <laughs> oh. Does that, that to go with your white your white Porsche? <laughs> Porsche <laughs> and your red Louboutin. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, keeping it real, keeping it real. Yeah, yeah. Drive my van to work. Oh, I can't wait for our lunch next week now. Pardon? Where are we going next week, Truths? What do you reckon? Well, Prego's been on that strip, and, and that's talking 1950s, not quite that long. It's been there for 35 years, So I, and I've been in Auckland 20 years, so it's my little haunt, mm. you know, because we used to work together on mm, that strip. That's where we ended up. Um, so I just went up to <laughs> lovely Lindsay on the desk as I was leaving. I said, hey, I know this is Christmas, and we've got a balcony and everything. He goes, now we're full next Friday. I said... Brendan McCullum and Israel Dag would like to come next Friday. You're in. <laughs> so we've got a table for five. <laughs> <laughs> did you, did, oh, did you hurt your back I picking those names up? Exactly. Yeah. Oh. So he's, stuck, he's got an outside table. I thought those days were over. Pardon? I thought those days were long gone. Yeah, who? Who's that? And you knew exactly yeah. who you were. So, yeah, so we've got a table outside in the courtyard high noon next oh. Friday. Yes, sure we're not Trudy. on dishes? <laughs> <laughs> no we'll, guarantees. Play, we'll play credit card credit card roulette, eh? We'll play credit card roulette. We'll get Joe and Kez's credit card in the middle, and we'll get the waiter to pick one. How's that? I don't reckon Joe's got a credit card. Joe, have you got a credit card? <laughs> Definitely not. No, I'm, I I live on handouts. <laughs> You'd be a cash man, I reckon. You'd only deal in cash, you Joe. You'd be like. Makes sense that Joe makes real sense now. Kez, <laughs> you'll be up for the credit card roulette. Oh, I do I do like a game. You boys have turned me into a bit of a punter, so yeah, I wouldn't mind a bit of roulette with the credit card. Spice it up. Yeah, we you might get a free lunch. Or Mate. maybe we could just get Essie. Maybe we could just get our bosses to pay for it. Yeah, well I was I was we expecting to pay thirteen we'll leave, seventy last we'll week. We'll leave that to you, Baz. <laughs> All right, I'll see, what, yeah, I'll see what I can muster up there. Oh, crikey, what about your afternoon yesterday, Is? What did you get up to, mate? Um, mate, I had a good day. I, uh, what a, uh, in the morning, I had some, I had, uh, yeah, we had a busy morning when I got a haircut. <laughs> busy morning, haircut, that doesn't make sense. So when I got a haircut <laughs> at 11, and then I come home, and then I had to whip in some jobs around the house and just get uh, things sorted for Saturday when we got a few guests coming over for the Christmas party, our annual DAG Christmas party we have every year. So just been moving things and, and emptying trailers. Had to go pick up some veggie, gar- um, veggie boxes for Daisy. She's She's gone all um, living off the land, so we've got a greenhouse and veggie boxes out the back and a whole big setup. So we went and picked those up, got home. And then we went for a barbecue at a couple of friends' house just down the road there and took the kids over. They had a swim and, and uh, yeah, chipped away on a couple of, couple of drinks and had a feed. And, yeah, just really good afternoon. Got home and um, what else did I do? Had some chocolate, watched a bit of The Ashes and watched Travis Head get his hundy and then jumped in bed and went to sleep, bro, and got ready for Friday because it's just so much better. It's so easy to get ready for Friday, though, because Friday you wake up, you're up and about, you know that this is the last day and you can rip into the weekend. I've got golf today, I haven't played all week, so I'm up and about, Bez. So what did you get up to, brother? Oh, that's good. No, I, a little similar to you, but 
let's just uh, I want to focus on one thing. We're going to talk ashes a little bit later on. We'll do that after our first break. But and then we've got a bit of Rob Walter later too from CD. So we've got plenty of cricket to talk right throughout the day. But the the dag Christmas function. That sounds that sounds like um, <laughs> can you give us a slightly more sort of uh, oh are you want some details yeah um <laughs> so every year every year we started and we lived in Northwood and we had a little little community and it was me and my neighbours and it started with about four or five of us and then the next year we invited two more people and then got to seven and then it gets to nine. And then this weekend it's up to 18. So we've got 18 people <laughs> coming on Saturday. And so we've got um, a big long table and we've got some food that's getting cooked for all of us. And we always have a sit-down meal at 2 o'clock. And we sit down, we play Christmas carols, and we have a secret Santa. So everyone has to get a, a, a present for each guest. Some people don't really know each other too, so it's quite awkward. They don't know what they're buying. And, and you know, the presents are quite funny and... and out there, like, let's be honest, they're going to, um, <coughs> you know, I don't really want to say it, but they're going to get their presents from, from some exciting places, and uh, they come back out, and, and we just <laughs> sit down, give our presents to each other, and eat some food, and then by about 3.30, it's just chaos. Chaos, everyone's up it's and about, we're dancing, and just rip into a nice Saturday afternoon. We've got some good, yeah, so a couple of crews coming, Davey Harvelli's on us, coming over, Bridgie. They've been there since about, oh, this will be their sixth time, I think they've come. And we just, yeah, have, have a lot of friends and family that, that just cruise over and we just enjoy the day. And we have it every year before everyone shoots off to their Christmases and respective places. So it's a good day and no doubt the WhatsApp group will be getting bombarded with photos and videos. <laughs> so you'll get a wee update throughout the day. Oh, I look forward to it, mate. Kids will be running around, swimming in the pool, jumping on the Oh, no, 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 no. Kids are um, kids are off at ten a.m. They're going to another house. <laughs> 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 so the kids oh, are off heck. at ten a.m. and they're going to an, they're going to another house. But the worst thing about this, Baz, the worst thing about this, me and Days. So Tilly's got a um, ballet recital on Sunday. She's got a ballet recital on Sunday, and we're just like, oh my god, we're gonna be no good, no good. And so we got a ballet recital on on Sunday, and this recital goes for two hours. And there was options on this sheet that you got, you got given when you got, and you had to tick some boxes. It was like, do you want to stay for the two hours? Do you want to watch Tilly's show and then in the halftime break go home, or do you want to watch her show and then leave straight away? And we ticked straight away. We're out. See ya. So there was three options. We ticked the boxes. Soon as my daughter's done, we're off. Oh man! Yeah. And then we figured it out. It's me and Daisy's wedding anniversary on Sunday, so oh, it's going to be a horrible Sunday. Hey. We'll get it done. Mm. Hey, that's just figured it out. How many years is that? Seven, seven on Sunday. Well done. Good man. What do you got planned for that then? Together for eighteen years. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> what? Have you got anything planned for the Sunday or nothing you really want to be sharing on? No that? way, no way. I've got to go to Tilly's, um, Tilly's little uh, thing at 5 o'clock and I'll, I think I'm picking up takeaways at 6 for the crew because everyone will be so tired on the couch. So that's that's my job. That's my plan. I'll probably get a KFC for dinner. <laughs> 
<laughs> I guess she's probably used to that after 18 years, right? <laughs> <laughs> you used to, mate. Oh, that's great. That's a good weekend. Excellent weekend plan. Yeah. Yeah, well, I've, not, I've got a little bit on as well, mate. We've got um, uh, to, tonight, well, I'm actually playing golf today as well, bro. And then um, we, uh, tonight, we've got some friends coming over. So they're all bringing their kids. Probably have, have a barbie, a few beers. And then uh, tomorrow, I've got the Tarapa races. I'm going to head over there. So just after we got off here yesterday, actually, Brent and Cherry Taylor rang me. They are uh, Trelawney stud. And they uh, they rang me and said, yeah, we've got a few runners tomorrow. Do you and Liz want to join us on, on our table at Tarapa? <laughs> I was like, you, beauty. That would be wonderful. You weren't listening to Baz and Izzy, were you? I was able to, uh, yeah, I was able to pick that up. Um, so looking forward to that. Pretty excited about that. So... Yeah, mate. That that'll be uh, that'll be my sort of afternoon tomorrow. Probably park up on the couch, and then yeah, just um, probably have another couple of beers to be honest, and then get our get our way through Sunday, and um, and then into our final final week of uh, of work, mate. Oh, nice, nice, Bezza. Well, I look forward to. Maybe they heard us. Maybe they heard us on Bears and Izzy for breakfast when you were looking for a wee. Hospitality joint. Uh, so there you go. Trelawney started looking after Bears McCullum and Liss. How good. Hey, well, that's what we're up to this weekend. Busy, busy weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, uh, we'll be back shortly. We're going to have to react to the Ashes series. Day two, Australia well in control. 200 odd runs ahead. Travis Head is, wow, look at that. Travis Head is ahead. And now they're in the lead. 100 runs, not out. Looking forward to chatting to Skip about the Ashes series. It's a great, fantastic series, and Australia well in control. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. It is 6.24 in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SNZ. It is Friday, Friday the 10th of December. Well, it's our second last Friday of the entire year for both Baz and Izzy on this radio show and then we get on to our summer crew and we'll be senior <laughs> for a few weeks and then we'll then we'll come back and we'll be full of energy in the new year but anyway we've got a, a big old show coming up give us a call anytime on the kennard's high phone line 0800 1508 11 right throughout today we're going to have rob walter chat some cricket he's the boss of the central district stags used to be the otago volts actually South African man who, uh, who's who been over here in New Zealand now for a long time. So look, to, look forward to talking to him just after 7 o'clock. Later on in the hour, we've got Rob Dennis all the way down there in Southland. He's got some runners, which he can tip us into. He's also done some great charity work, which I want to explain a bit more to you. And then Will Jordan, after 8, is going to be Izzy Dags, golf partner this afternoon. So all the very best there. Bit of Pip Morris, a Friday tip-all. And then Smitty before we jet off out of here and start trying to bash a little white golf ball around a golf course, both respectively in Matamata and also down there in Christchurch. But we should talk a little bit of Ashes is last night. Well, first day England were bowled out for 147 after winning the toss and choosing to bat. Maybe trying, maybe the, the demons of Nasser Hussein's decision all those years ago coming home to roost and, and Joe Root decided he would take the aggressive option put his team into bat, and they got rock and rolled. And Pat Cummins on debut as skipper for Australia, took five for in that first innings. 
in reply. Well, Australia lost Marcus Harris early. And then David Warner. The outer Nick David Warner, who in the last Ashes series averaged nine. Well, he gave up opportunities. He was bowled off a no ball by Ben Stokes, which there's some controversy in that as well around um, the officiating. Because you meant to now have um, no balls called from the upstairs umpire. But apparently the technology's not working in the Ashes. So maybe the Ashes series snuck up on the ICC and they weren't quite uh, weren't quite able to get the technology in place for uh, for the series. So there was actually three no balls leading into that, that wicket that were all um, not called, which is uh, just horrendous officiating and just a, a really poor... Um, a poor uh, slight on the game. And then David Warner was bowled off no ball by Ben Stokes, was obviously recalled. And then he was dropped another couple of times, a miss run out. It was not a chance of innings by any stretch of the imagination, but it was a really important innings for Australian David Warner. He managed to get through to 94 before he was dismissed off a slower ball, which he lobbed up and off, uh, off Ollie Robinson, lobbed up and got caught at mid-off. So... That was the end of David Warner. And Australia actually then lost a few wickets after being in a pretty strong position. And they actually found themselves as 5 for 195. They only led by 48 at the time. And remember yesterday, we had Swanee, who was a hoot. Mm. We had Graham Swan on the show. And he was bemoaning how woeful they were. He said, we're a joke. <laughs> well, and, and I sort of kept saying, they are not out of this contest. They're not out mm. of the series, but they're also not out of this contest. Well, when they were one for 180, you'd say they were out of the contest. But all of a sudden, they were five for 195. They only led by 48. That was the time where England could could get themselves right back in the series. But I, yep. what happened from there, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> the fields went out. The pressure was, was let off. The bowlers looked without any conditioning whatsoever. Ben Stokes is nursing a, some sort of knee injury that he's picked up in the game. Ollie Robertson... Well, he was, Ollie Robertson was, um, all of a sudden, he was down on pace. He was bowling about 121 kilometres an hour. And, and it just looked like they opened the door, but they didn't find a way to walk through it. And we know what the Aussies are like, mate. You and I know exactly what the Aussies are like from playing against mm. them in our respective codes. Mm. You give them a sniff, and they will put you back on your backside. And, and that's exactly what they were able to do. Travis Head went bang. 112 not out overnight. They've now made their way through to 343-7. They're leading by 196. It's a long way back for England is. Mate, I was watching um watching that and I was watching them when they were showing this absolute disrespect to Jack Leach, the spinner. He comes on and they're just starting to put him to all parts of the corn. Do you think they're regretting not picking Anderson and Broad right now? Do you think they're sitting back there going, Why? Did we not? Apart from Ollie Rich of uh, Robinson, he's been bowling extremely well. Mm. Do you reckon they're regretting that? Well, it's an interesting point, and and it's the point Swanee made. So like, you're regurgitating mm. that exact point from one of the one of the players who's been involved in the England setup for a long time, and and he said, and he was a spinner, and he said, why would you play a spinner mm. at the Gabba? <laughs> and it's green. <laughs> now I sort of slightly disagree with that because I like to pick a team which is um, capable of being successful across all five days, not just the first one or two. But in this circumstance, you've got to, you've got to say that uh, Graham Swan is probably right. And I mean, Jack Leach mm. went for 11 overs, one for 95, mate. How does he get 11 overs when you're travelling at that sort of strike, uh, 
run rate anyway. So it was just a huge release of pressure, and, and Travis Head took him down. It was exceptional from him, keeping in mind that his place was under under scrutiny leading into the, the match. They were thinking that Usman Khawaja might take his place at, at, uh, in the middle order there. So a huge performance from him. They're not done yet. England have got a whole heap of work to do, and um, if they are able to get themselves back in this test match, but it's just then the psychological blow that they've that they've um, had landed on them from this side. And I guess when you take out 300 test matches and a thousand test wickets, when the pressure comes on, they're the guys that you want to be able to stand up. But they haven't been able to stand up because they they're not even out on the field. So. Yeah, really interesting. But send us text double eight double three. Let us know your thoughts on the Ashes. But there's plenty more to come here for us. We've got our Love Racing update coming up very soon. We'll be talking to Rapa. Look forward to that. Here's Trudy with the news for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Thank you, Trudy. It is 8.6.33 here in the morning on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. It's time for our Love Racing update. Loveracing.nz is your home for everything thoroughbred racing. We've got plenty of racing chat to have today. But yesterday, well, us three is Louis and myself. We had a little look at the Tarapa card, the Super Sad Day. Mm -hmm. Five stakes races, including the Group 1 Captain Cook stakes, which is transferred from Wellington last week and of course the Wakefield also was meant to be run last week but is now also going to be run at Tarapa. Just to jog your memory, the three picks, we put it on each other and we said right, three horses to pick throughout the card. And three horses that that Louis went for, Harlick paying $13, was running in the Captain Cook. Izzy went for Aegon, I went for Travelling Light. And then in the Waikato Cup, Izzy went for Starry Bell. In the Kalaisusu Stakes, well, Louis went for Slave to Love. I went for Mai Tai. And then in the Wakefield, Iz said, don't worry about Wolverine the favourite. I'll take it on. I'll go think twice at $3.60. So there's plenty on offer. There's plenty of variety across our three picks throughout the Tarapa card as well. Is with the benefit of time, the benefit of a sleep and some time, are you comfortable with the picks that you've made? Think twice, Starry Bill Aegon. You comfortable? Um, I have to confess, Baz. I have to confess um, <laughs> something here. Um, <laughs> I have to. I That's have to no. confess. So after my wee spill yesterday, after my wee spill, um, I had had a really lot of time to reflect during the morning, and um, obviously Butch, Butch the Castle came on and. He uh, said his one horse, his one tip was Wolverine. And um, so I thought twice. I thought twice about it, think twice. And I was like, I'm going to change my pick here, think twice. And I'm going back to Wolverine. So I've gone Wolverine, <laughs> think twice. Oh, <laughs> you're kidding. I know, man. I know, I know. I thought twice and I just like, my thought process, <laughs> like this horse... You know, it's it's got a lot of wraps about it. Doesn't care about travel, dagger. Doesn't care about travelling about three three hours up the road for nothing. It's okay. It'll be fine. So I've gone back to Wolverine, brother. So I'm happy. I've gone Wolverine, Starry Bill, and Aegon, and um, it's paying a wee bit. It's paying a wee bit. So 
So apologies, apologies. Um, I should have told you earlier, but um, I was gonna lose now because think twice will win. But go on, Wolverine. So, so the interesting thing. So you've been on the wag on the punting wagon. So, have yeah. you, what I want to know is, did you did you lay a bet yesterday on your um, on those horses? And if um, you did, is think twice in there or is Wolverine in there? Um, I've done a multi. I've done a multi. And <laughs> Wolverine's in there. <laughs> He's I've back. done a multi. <laughs> I've done a multi. I've done a multi. I'm back. I'm back. And I want to get you paid $50 so you can follow me in because I'm going to get you paid because that's what we do on Bears and Izzy for breakfast. And I've got Wolverine in there, brother. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so Starryville, Aegon, and Wolverine for your multi. I like yeah. it. It's starting to pay juicy odds, yeah. surely. That's a nice little multi, mate. Well, I'm going to take a multi. My tide, Dragon Leap, Traveling Light, and I know that Louis will take one as well. Harlick, Slave to Love, and Brando. And uh, a big shout-out to Louie, too. We're missing him here. We've got Rick back yep. for the day. We're missing Louie. Hope all is good with you, fella, and we'll look forward to catching yeah, up brother. with you over the weekend as well. Uh, send us a text, double eight double three, or give us a call on the Kennard Tire phone line, 0800 Let us know what you're picking in the weekend at Tarapa. Come in. Huge. Follow one of us. Huge weekend. <laughs> all right. What's that? Follow one of us. Follow one of us and let us know who you're following in. Hey? Yeah. Who's got the better bet? Who sold the dream? Maybe what we should do, maybe what we should do is is we should apportion three, mm-hmm. two, one. So three points for winning, two points for second, one point for third to each of our runners and we'll just accrue it over over the entire okay. um, selections and we'll see how we end up for a chocolate fish at, a, at the Christmas party. Yep. And, and should we do this? Right. Should we do this? Who, whoever loses, got to get the Christmas party dinner, our lunch. Yep. Or, uh, <laughs> or, <laughs> or VB expenses there. $7, $7, $10. That's not smart of me if we're doing that. I'm well, not I'm sure I'm into that. No, three, no, no. I need benefit let me, let me think about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, we're gonna go. We got we got plenty more coming up later on in the hour. We've got Trudy's World. We love Trudy's World, especially on a Friday. She's just been out of prey going a little long yesterday afternoon, so that could be entertaining. But soon, very shortly, we've got some bit a little bit of quizzy dad coming up as well. Come see me. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and it's an ashes theme quizzy dag. So if you want to take on the Ismaster, you can win yourself a $50 bonus bet with the TAB. Call now, 0800-150811. It's quizzy dag with Ashley and Martin. Regrow your hair. Search Ashley and Martin today. You know what time it is. It's quizzy dag. A quiz that keeps on giving like I skip a pass. Louie, Trudy, Kez and Joe not wants to brag. But good luck to our quizzies cause this ain't in the bag. Oh, 800-150-811 now. Give it a go. Good morning. It's that time. Quizzy Dag, a chance for you to get fit. Buck bonus bet and maybe follow one of us in our multis. One of them's going to get up, promise you. 
promise you that. I'm confident of it. Anyway, Ashes theme, because Ashes is up and about over in Australia at the Gabba. Australia well in command over there. So we're going to have an Ashes themed quiz. So hopefully you know something about the Ashes. We're going to go to Jason and Papakura. Morning, Jace. Morning. How are you, brother? Yeah, very good, thanks. Awesome, awesome. We'll rip straight into it, mate. Question number one. Which nation has won more series? Australia. Beautiful. Question number two. What was the result of the last last Ashes series in 2019? 4-1? No. No, it wasn't. Sorry, Jason. Thanks, brother. Have a good day. We're going to go to Mark in Christchurch. Mark, quickly before I get to you. Um, are you able to sort this weather out, mate? <laughs> it's good weather, mate. A uh, bit of rain tomorrow. She's on the couch with a few coldies and a loaded up TAB account, hopefully, oh. as long as my wife ain't listening. Hopefully we can load it up right now, brother. Good luck. Question number two. What was the result of last of the last Ashes series in 2019? I'd, I'd, I wouldn't know. But uh, how many games did they play? Four or five okay. Test matches. You sound like a you sound like a really sort of one He's of my kind of men, you know, Mark. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I reckon two bears. It's not them called out. a tie, but it's called something else. Oh, mate, you just come through all staticky then. I didn't hear anything. But I'll just make it quick and go. How about um, England 3 1? Oh. Oh. Shame. I really wanted to Sorry, Mark brother out. Mark. The staticky got, got you. He gave you that. Nah, it's all good, brother. Thanks very much for your call. Good luck over the weekend. Please. Callum, West Please. Auckland. Morning, fellas. G'day. How are yep. you? How that are was you? a door. listening there and it wasn't. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Similar to <Yeah>. a tie. <laughs> no more phone of friends. Here we go, Callum. <laughs> Ashes history really begins when Australia beat England in England for the first time. What year was that? Uh, 1897? No. 1897? Sorry, brother. No, no, it wasn't 1897, sorry. Thanks, Callum. Alan, fuck he's up and about. Come on, Al, get through it. Baz might help you, because this is a toughie. Oh, blimey. Um, when did Australia beat England and England for the first time? Um, you need a clue. You need a clue, L. Yes. You need a clue. It's between 1880. It's between 1880 and 1884. Um, 1882. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> what a miracle! <laughs> <laughs> we love helping out, Alfon Fakatali. He's one of our biggest supporters, brother. Here we go. Get you paid out. tough question. Question number four. That's a tough question. Hell. Question number four. Kids, you right? Anyway, for what year was Shane Warne's ball of the century to dismiss Mike Getting? Oh, my God. <laughs> um, 
Thank you. Chris, gonna get a Chris in Christchurch. Morena, Chris. What's up? Is that 93? That is 93. Nice. Here we go. Question number five, bro, to get that $50. If you get the 50 bucks, whose multi are you gonna take? Probably my own. Oh, I love that honesty. Fair enough. <laughs> you can have the 50 bucks for that call. There we go. Here we go. <laughs> to the nearest thousand. How many runs did Sir Donald Bradman score in Ashes tests during his career? Four. A thousand. Oh. Nah. Nah, sorry, brother. We're going to go to David in Christchurch. Good morning, David. Morning, guys. Morning. Um, well, Brad the nearest got thousand. Hates, didn't he? Uh, nearest thousand, I'll go 3,000. Mm, no, David. No. Sorry. Oh, close. Dave, we're going to go to Mark and Tauranga. Mark. How you going, lads? Good, good, Marky. To the nearest thousand, mate. How many runs to Donald Bradman? I have no idea. Score in the They'll Ashes. have a punt. Score in the Ashes test. At, uh, two. No. 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 Sorry, Mark. Okay. Thanks so much for that Good wine, work. brother. Appreciate it always. Thank you. David. Going to go Dave. Dave. You there, brother? Uh, is it a thousand? <laughs> No, it's not a thousand. Sorry, oh, a thousand in we're going to get a Simon. Simon from going? Auckland. <coughs> Good sire. Nearest hey, thousand. Here you go, mate. To Donald Bradman. Ashes test. Good brother. Um, just an ashes. Is it? Um, oh, seven thousand. They're all around it. They're all around it. No, sorry, Simon. We're going to go to Troy. How you going? Good, Troy. Good, Troy. To the nearest thousand, how many runs did Donald Bradman score in Ashes test during his career? Oh, mate. Um, lucky number five, 5,000. Yeah! <laughs> yes, brother, Troy. Congratulations, <laughs> mate. Yeah, you got a $50. Follow me in, bro. You'll get paid. Honestly, back to you, Baz. <laughs> Thank you, Iz. That was Quizzy Dag, brought to you by Ashley Martin. If you're not happy with your hair loss, make today your turning point and search Ashley and Martin online at 6.52 in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Coming up next, Trudy's World. It's 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 Trudy's World. Ricardo's having a giggle at that intro. Uh, Friday, and it's Footy Shirt Friday, because that's what we do right here. And um, Baz, is he? Um, where's those? <laughs> well, today was obviously grey T-shirt day. Yeah. I'll, ta- I'll take it off. <laughs> take it off. There you go. <laughs> no, because when, when you're sitting down, it gets rolls, and it's not good. Yeah, you want some hair with those rolls, bro? <laughs> Stop the drop. <laughs>
Um, I would just like to say happy seventh wedding anniversary to you and gorgeous Daisy for Sunday. You know that there is um, oh, traditional gifts for um, each year, don't you? You know, do you know what the seven is for the the traditional um, gift? No, it's not KFC. What is it? <laughs> it's not KFC. No. no. <laughs> It's copper, it? copper and wool. So copper is durable and represents love and protection, and wool is warmth and comfort. So you need to get something made of copper and wool by Sunday, or not. Just a card, a handwritten chunk? card. So we want something with your words on it. <laughs> words of affirmation. Okay. Here yeah, you go. Love languages. Down, How many years for you and Lispaz? Oh. Trudy. Um, Oops, bus under. 18. 18. 18. We've been married 18 years. Far yeah. out, Brussels sprout. Yeah, Congratulations. Nice save, bro. Let's text him. Sure. Like, Anna like, just sit in in the <laughs> studio. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Rocky, man, I was... Uh, Trudy. I don't know. Oh, What's oh, 18? Oh, yeah. oh, 19 next year. What, oh, good. That yeah. Way? Hey, that'll be a 50 carat diamond. You go that long, you've done something Race right. Isn't it? <laughs> Enough of that chat. Yeah. Wash your mouth out, Dag. Righty, Dag. <laughs> I'm a retired cricketer these days, you know, just trying to earn an honest buck, trying to just get a hustle out there on the golf course, make a dollar off some of my mates. Anyway, thank you very much, Trudy. That's great. We do wish you and Daisy all the best on Sunday as well, Wiz. Maybe have a little look at what copper. What can you buy for copper? We'll soon find out. Anyway, it's coming up 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock. We're craving him a cafe about now. Here's Trudy with the news for Kubota. At Chemist Warehouse this Christmas, find VB Thirst 150ml for just $34.99. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. Good morning, it's Friday, yeah, the 10th of December, and you're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. Thank you, Trudy, for the news update. It's just after 7 o'clock here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Copper and wool. Copper and wool for your 7th anniversary. Um, I've got, all like when I think copper, I just think copper spelting, copper around your house. So I don't know what else you can get with copper. So um, give me some ideas and clues or a little bit of leading on, on the text line, please. What I can get, Daisy? Wool and copper. Double eight, double three. Um, yeah, I've got KFC coming for dinner, but I uh, might need some help otherwise on that kind of <laughs> task on Sunday. So yeah, give me a help. Give me a hand. Thank you, Trudes. Um, what do we got coming up on the show? Waikato Stud, Waikato Stud Racing Preview. This week we catch up with trainer Rob Dennis ahead of this weekend's big races in Invercargill. And we got tips for Tarapa. Mine, going to get you paid, I promise you. Got to get a good full up down in south as well. So Rob Dennis is going to join us. And then just after 8 o'clock we're going to talk to Will Jordan, World Rugby Breakthrough Player of the Year. Will Jordan, 15 tries he scored. 17 was the most by Joe Rokotoko. And um, he's going to join us just after 8 o'clock before I towel him up on the golf course. But weather's looking terrible here. So hopefully it clears up by 11 o'clock. Um, but right now, right now we're going to talk some cricket. And I'm going to throw it to my good mate Baz to do a wee intro. Thank you, Is. Yes, mate. Well, I guess you do know it's summer when, knocking on, when it's knocking on the door with a bit of cricket almost every single day. Spark Sport, well, they bring you 64 Super Smash matches live and on demand 
this summer. One you'll definitely want to watch is tonight's game. The Central Stags, they're heading to Hagley over and they're going to take on the Canterbury Kings. Well, CD Stags coming off the win against my mob, the Volts, last week. The new look Central side find themselves 2-0 to kick off their season. The man behind the magic, the former Volts coach, now Central Stags coach, he's a good man. He joins us on the phone now, Rob Walter. Good morning, Rob. Hey, Baz. How you doing, mate? Good, mate. Long time since I heard your voice. Joined by Izzy here as well. And um, you're South African lot. You guys still play rugby? <laughs> you better not go down that road. I think you've got a few things in the cabinet for now. Let's give us some bragging rights. <laughs> true, <laughs> true, true, true. true. I'm sorry. I'm so used to using that joke, but no, I forgot that we're actually second to you lot now. But anyway, mate. Don't you, um, bring that up, Two games down. <laughs> Two games down, you must be happy with how everything's going for you a lot. Yeah, no, the guys have started very nicely. Um, certainly haven't put a polished performance in yet, but we've done some, some things really well, which has put us ahead in, in a couple of games. So it's been exciting. Mate, what's your what's the key to your successes then? And how do you how do you keep things going? What have you been able to install in the stag setup which is uh has been able to just get find that little bit of magic? Oh, I mean, look, these these guys are quality players and they've been successful, um, you know, over the years. So I don't know if it's any any of my magic, but I think we've just sort of become really clear with our plan in terms of how we want to play the game. Um, the guys have, you know, bought into it and and it's brought us some results in the first couple of games. It's just good. It's early days, of course, and we just want to keep trying to be a little bit better each time. How are you enjoying the, the shift up to... Uh... Hawks Bay, mate. You obviously were down in Dunedin for a long period of time, being South African Paradise. born and, and and raised, and yeah, straight to the cold sort of parks of Dunedin. Now up to the beautiful Hawks Bay. How's it going up there? Yeah, no, it's it's going well. Thanks. Obviously, uh, as you said, I moved you know from Johannesburg, Pretoria to to Dunedin, which was uh, certainly a, a bit of a shift uh, in terms of <laughs> of the weather, mostly. But uh, the, the South is beautiful. We had an amazing time there. Met some great people. And as you know, it's an amazing part of the country. So very, very blessed to have you know experienced the South first. And, and now we've moved up north, which is a little bit closer to home in terms of the temperature. And um, the boys are not used to it. They've been pretty much melting every day. But we're loving it, myself and my wife. And it's good to be in shorts every day, which is, which is a nice change. Hey mate, uh, Izzy here, Rob. Great to have you on the show, hey, mate. I'm a Hawks Bay lad, so I can I can feel your feel your love for the bay. It's an absolute paradise, um, mate. Tell tell us about um, your your CD squad at the moment. I was watching some highlights the other day of Josh Clarkson absolutely teeing off. Are you happy with the balance of your squad? And and you've been excited to see guys like Josh Clarkson come out and and take their their game to another level. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've I think the thing for, for the T20 game is we've got some really strong boys who hit the ball very hard. So um, the bomb squad, as they're known in our team, um, is uh, you know it starts with Tom Bruce and and then we got you know uh, Josh who follows and then we still got Dougie Bracewell and guys like Ben Wheeler and Adam Milne coming back um, you know next week hopefully. So we've got some guys who've got some real power and can clear the fence and. Uh, probably no better illustrator than last week against the Firebirds. Um, 
Tom and Josh were devastating there at the back end. Yeah, it was good to watch, hey. Good to watch the lads teeing off, mate. Hey, quick, uh, what about when the, when the Black Caps get back, man? I know AJ, as we, we want to talk about him, He's, his performance over in India was uh, was outstanding. It was great to see him getting the rewards. What what happens with him when t- once he gets back into New Zealand? They've just arrived back. Will he just been kind of eased back into the group? Will he? When would he start training with the lads and, and straight back in, or will he have a little break? Um, yeah, they've got, obviously got some time in quarantine, um, both in the hotel mm-hmm. and then at home. Um, and then uh, I, I think there's probably a week or so. Um, gap in between them getting together for for the test here against Bangladesh so um, we're naturally hoping and assuming that he'll be involved in that so whether that yeah. frees up so uh, you know, a, a game or two to to jump into T20 cricket um, for us it'll be awesome you know he's got a great record in, in the shortest format as well I'm not sure but you know if he felt that that he needed to just have a, a bit of a breather I think these days you've got to be a lot more flexible in terms of how we manage guys who, who come out of quarantine and who've been in you know, overseas bubbles. Uh, so, you know, we'll play it by ear. Um, and obviously, if he, if he wants to play, we'll welcome him with open arms, but also look after him. Hey, uh, Rob, I'm, I'm really interested just to... You've obviously been around the game now for a long time. You used to be with South Africa in different capacities. Now you've moved out here with your family, spent some time in Dunedin, and now back up to Hawke's Bay. Mate, what... Um, are you... St- your coaching philosophy is there any way you can sort of explain to us what your you know your player led are you are you coach driven are you technical where you're kind of a bit more of the the kumbaya type of coach what, what sort of coach is rob walter um i think the first uh, philosophy that, that i try to live by is just to create the best environment for the players to excel in um so you know i think that's different in different groups uh very much have a look at what the group requires from me as a coach and then make sure I've got the skills to provide that for the guys. So um, obviously this is a, is a fairly senior group of players who've been around for a long time. So, you know, it's about allowing them to express themselves, but also create an environment that they feel that they're growing and their games are moving forward um, and that they're enjoying the game. You know, the game can be pretty harsh at the best of times. So just to make sure that it's not, purely about the numbers uh, in terms of the, their performance, but that, that they actually enjoy coming to what is work, but not really work, but what is work for them each day. Um, so that's, I mean, that's my, ultimately my main philosophy. Uh, and I just have to check in and make sure that, that I'm delivering that for the guys, but they also feel that they're part of, of creating that because it is very much the environment and I'm just the sort of the guy steering the ship, really. Um, so that, I mean, that's ultimately the basic philosophy that I work by um, I like uh, you know I'm a purist in, in essence I uh, love the long format of the game but the T20 game I think is you know, I say the, I say four day cricket is like a, a war battle of attrition and, and then T20 cricket is a bit like art you know so um, it allows you to, to paint a new canvas and, and show some flair um, and so how we want to do that for, for each guy make sure that he's clear in his role and, and again that he gets the best chance of of delivering the best of himself, um, so that's pre- that's pretty much the basis of my coaching, really. No, that's yeah. outstanding. I absolutely love that. That's yeah, very similar to to my kind of philosophy as well. It's it's brilliant to hear that, and um, yeah, it's it's outstanding. Hey, mate, um, how's your golf? 
Are you got you got a chance to play in golf lately? Yeah, very good golf. It's, it's a it's a yeah, it's a sad topic. I, I think uh, with my two boys and moving to a new place, um, uh, that's taken up a lot of time. Just making sure that I'm being a, a good dad before I'm a good golfer. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I haven't been on the course for, for a while. Uh, yeah, getting it right this time. I've been known to get it wrong in the past. So I'm trying to get it right to get this time around. Um, so I haven't been out there for. For a while, uh, obviously, as you know, there's some lovely golf courses, you know, out here. Um, so, what and also, uh, hopefully, you know, once everyone's settled and found their feet, that I can start uh, swinging a golf club again. Hey, mate, tell it. <laughs> we'll have to get out and have a wee hit. I love the golf courses. Why, heck, Mariah Nui and then um, Kate can have his end. Bridge Par, mate. You want to get over to Bridge Par and have a wee hit? That's an absolute cracking uh, track over there. Hey, tell us about Benny Wheeler, mate. I'm I'm good friends with his brother Joey Wheeler. Is he a bit of a character as well, mate? Is he throw some chat around in, uh, within the group? I know his brother. He's bloody out the gate sometimes. Joey Wheeler. <laughs> yeah, Ben. Now Ben's a sort of a guy who can do everything really. Um, he plays a guitar. He's got a good voice on him. Um, so he's uh, he's a good uh, soccer player. So you know in the and whatever, because you know our cricketers love to play soccer more than anything else, really, before before the start of play. So he's he's a leader in that front. Um, so just a general, you know, great energy in the group. A guy with a lot of experience. He's obviously had his setbacks from a an injury point of view, but he's put in an incredible amount of work in the winter um, to get himself fit and strong and changed a few things up uh, with the way he was prepping. And you know, he's been on the park for every game of the season so far, which has been awesome. Um, but just a great guy to have and very level sort of character. But as I said, yeah, pretty much can do anything you throw them. Oh, you're a good man. You're an absolute champion, Rob. We're going to let you go, mate. But all the very best for your uh, for the remainder of the season and also the game coming up um, this uh, tonight. And, um, yeah, all the very best. Look forward to catching up. Uh, it sounds like now's a good time to try and take you on at golf as well. And we'll look forward to catching <laughs> up when we get up, um, get up to the Hawks Bay, mate. But thanks heaps for joining us. Yeah, cheers, man. Cheers, it was Rob. great chatting, man. Uh, look forward to it. Go well. Good man. That is Rob Walter, coach of the Central District Stags. I reckon he plays off two. Is. I reckon it's reckon? two. And when I say two, yeah. like every day two. Not Plus just, two. You know, shoot 74, not just 76 every now and then. Like just outstanding. Good golfer. He's a good man. And he's got a really cool story in, in the game as well. I met Rob a long, long time ago. He was... Um, he was actually a fitness trainer as well, a conditioning coach for the South African side, and he spent a lot of time throwing balls and working one-on-one with Hashim Amla in particular. And then mm. sort of from there, really, you know, he had a keen interest, obviously, on coaching. He's got a background in coaching uh, in cricket as well. But then harnessed and, and then furnished his, um, his uh, understanding of the game and then got an opportunity to come out and well, he coached over in South Africa and then came out here to Otago and now is obviously residing in um, central districts. He has the ability to coach an international team, without a doubt. He's got a beautiful uh, persona about him. As you can tell, he's a very calm man as well. And um, keep an eye on his name in the coaching world of, of international cricket sides, Rob Walter. And uh, unfortunately for my Volts boys, he might just have those central districts boys flying as well in the old Super Smash. Mm. But anyway, the Super Smash is back this summer. Catch every ball of every match live on Spark Sport 
loving watching them on Spark Sports day in, day out when they get the opportunity. Anyway, we've got heaps more coming up. We're going to come back with a little bit of NBA. We're going to change pace from cricket, and we're going to go a little bit of NBA because Kez are out the back. He loves NBA. So do you, is, but Kez loves it, and he's got something for us. So we'll be back very soon. It's big thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Sends it now. Pascal gives it back. Van Fleet. Gilgis Alexander on him. Two seconds. Fred puts it up with the left. Captain! Doesn't count! Champagne caps it in! Zero's on the clock! They will review. Got your replay review. The ball is still on the shooter's fingertips, so it is no basket. The game is over. There you go, bit of NBA chat for your Friday morning. NBA fans, let us rejoice because there you go. That is a wee snippet of the Raptors v Thunder. Celebrating before the bucket has counted the commentator. The players are all guilty. They're all guilty of celebrating before the ball was even given. They go back to the replay. The ball was still touching the fingertips and the Thunder win in the end. Hey, there you go. Don't celebrate too early. That is from the NBA as of yesterday. And we want to talk about, have you ever celebrated early before and you've been called out or something's ever happened? For myself, I'm trying to think of one. And I'm, the only one that comes to mind, I did celebrate in Soweto before I put the ball out about 30 metres from the <laughs> try line. And I nearly went dead. So that could have been a real bad moment. But I actually scored it, so it wasn't. So Steve Hansen, yeah, that's that's right. No. <laughs> no, so that I could have been made to look like an absolute fool there. But is, have you got any little moments for you, Baz? Is something spring to mind yeah. of an athlete or, yeah. or or yourself that you can either yeah, we were playing, touch on? Um, we, we were playing against uh, Sri Lanka at Hagley Oval, just down the road from, from your mansion there in um, yeah. Hokobo, and um, and I think I was on 99, but the scoreboard said I was on a hunt, well, said I was on 98, but the scoreboard says I was on 99, and um, and so I've managed to get some sort of battle, you know, something on it, and it's gone for one, and of course the crowd's all gone up, and they're like clapping for 100, so I've like taken the helmet off, sort of, you know, and raised your bat, so thank them for their very <laughs> nice applause. And then, uh, then it's worked, they've worked out that I'm actually still only on 99. So then I was like, oh, no, now I got real nervous. This I look like a right <laughs> plonker for get out here. So, <laughs> so I managed to sort of finally got, got to the 100, but it was like, oh, that was embarrassing, mate. That was real embarrassing. The early crow, I think they oh. call it in the, ra- in the racing game. I remember uh, watching, uh, I got up early in the middle of the night one time when Black Caviar was running at Royal Ascot. And I remember yeah. uh, set my alarm, got up, and it was this big thing, undefeated mare, and um, and I was like, right, she's going to serve it up to all the all the, uh, the the horses up there in the northern hemisphere. And then Luke Nolan was riding Black Caviar, got to the front, absolutely putting him away, and he kind of like stopped riding her, like he kind of sat up on her a little bit, as if she was just going to coast the line and win by four or five lengths. And then all the other horses just start swamping black caviar and it was one up the rail which almost gets there and then it's like he's realized that with about 50 to go 
and gone, oh, no, I'm in strife here. And then pushes the great mare again. She somehow finds some lifts, and she wins by, like, a lip. But it was almost one of the all-time right cock-ups for a <laughs> jockey. You know, go to Royal Ascot, unbeaten mare, all the hype, all the glory, and then it, it's almost his era that stopped her from, um, mm. from, from winning that race. But that was almost the time for an early crow. But it's a good call. Let us know on double eight double three, or give us a call. We'd love to talk to you as well. We'd love hearing from you guys on the Kennard's Hire phone line, 0800 Come on, shoot the breeze with us about the times that maybe you went the early crow <laughs> in one of your sporting <laughs> events. Well, I'm guessing it's a sporting event. Maybe maybe don't go into your personal events too much. Maybe just keep, maybe just keep it as, as sporting events. But any other times you can remember us? Oh, um, I was a bit of a hot. I was a bit of a hot dog at school. Eh? Dad used to wind me up, eh? and I'd always be trying to. Uh, just when I'm gonna wee run away, the old fist pump, the arms in the air, and then I, <laughs> no, that, that yeah, bro. I used to get <laughs> right off. And, and you know, oh, there's actually one against the Chiefs. Oh, I smell so bad, eh? Um, we were playing the Chiefs, and James Lowe got the ball knocked out of his hand from Richie Morgan. I caught it. And I was running, and I did nothing. Really. I caught the ball and dived the line. Anyway, Aaron Cruden's coming to me, and I just go like this, just look at him, and I go point at his face and laugh. And I just like that, and I was like, oh, bro. I watch it, and I feel disgusted, eh? And I haven't even put the ball down. See, oh, so I'm, I'm guilty, mate. I'm guilty of early crowing, and it's bad, it's bad. Um, but there'd be many around the world. There'd be many around the world that spring to mind. There'd be people out there that it's just gone right wrong. And when you're on the world stage... And it's and it goes pear shaped. It's not a good look. So you're right. Give us a text, early crows double eight double three, and we'll get into that, brother. But also, I want to talk to you about Stephen Curry. Steph Curry, brother. He is Mr. Clutch, Mr. Everything, Mr. Perimeter. Shoots it from anywhere. I don't know if you've seen the clip the other day, but he's in the stands. He's in the stands in his pre-game build-up. He does it every time at a home game. He's in the stands behind the hoop. Behind the hoop. So he has to shoot and lob it over the hoop. It's probably about a 40-meter shot. He's in the stand, shoots it, and this person in the stand's videoing it. Videos, videos, it swish straight through the hoop. Here's 10 sh- uh, three-pointers away from Ray Allen's record to become the all-time NBA-leading three-point scorer. And he is Mr. He is So he's only 33 years of age. So he's still got a bit of time in the game. But he is probably the one because before him... Baz, the game was real. It was a bit more of like a power game. Power athletes in around the post, dunking, Dwight Howards, um, you know, Paul Gasols. Yeah, it was a real box out kind of go to the perimeter, uh, go to the room and, and have your power game. But then him, Clay, a lot of these guys now, the game's actually changed to a perimeter game now. So the shooting is probably more dominant than, than actually being a power, power player. And he's been the biggest change. And I don't know, it's got me thinking, because there's so many great players, the Bron James, the Michael Jordans, the Shaquille O'Neal, the Kobe Bryants, you know, like absolute superstars of the game. That's when you hear basketball, you hear of those names. But Stephen Curry, he's got to be somewhere thereabouts, doesn't he? He has to be well, we, there we or thereabouts. Ask. We should really ask Ricardo. I can see this is like NBA porn for 
for Ricardo. Just waiting to get in. I know we're coming up for the news, but you, you, I could see you. Come on, Ricardo. Give us your rap. Come on, Rick. What, you, what do you reckon? Steph Curry's a bloke that's changed the game. You know, like how Michael Jordan mm. changed the game? Steph Curry's changed the game. He's yeah. been that player that's changed the way the game is played and tactically how, how teams approach it, you know. Uh, and it, yeah. he's, he's not even... Um, like you said, he's only 33. He is 500 three-pointers ahead of the next current player, which is James Harden. So, you know, that's that's a that's a, uh, that's a heck of a lot, man. That's that's dominant, you know, that's dominant in your career. Where does he sit, Ricardo? Where does he sit, you reckon? Is he up there or thereabouts? Is he in those conversations? Oh, he's got to be. He's got to be. I think, you know, mm. you're talking Dr. J, um, you're talking Jordan, you're talking Magic, you're talking Larry Bird. I think he's I think he's up there with all of those guys. Um, I think Bird, my, my favorite of all time, the most clutch player of all time, I think is Larry Bird. But uh, but Ooh. you know he didn't change the game like, like Jordan. Yeah, oh, I'm a big wow. Celtics guy, bro. But yeah. you know, Larry Bird would do stuff like he would say to a player because he got bored playing. He'd say to an opposition yeah. player, <laughs> uh, "I'm only going to use my left hand today." And <laughs> you know, and and then he would go out there and score thirty points on the guy just using his left hand. Um, or he would do things where he would be set up for a play. Are you for and, real? Yeah, he'd set up for a play, and he would say to the guy marking him, he would tell him exactly what he was going to do, and the guy would just laugh, and then he would do exactly what he had told and score on the guy. Like he was just, oh, he was he was that guy. There is some of those the just freak athletes say, around the place. Brian Lara was like that. There's some great stories about Brian Lara. When he's batting, I know we've got to get off the music in a sec, but um, when he was batting and Adam Gilchrist was keeping behind him and he's like, come on, come on, BC, what are you, hey, give us a chance today. And he's, and so he sort of leaves a gap open just behind backward point. And BC Lara carves one through backward point. So then he puts another man there and he moves him in front of point. <laughs> BC Lara carves him through there again. And then, so, Lara, uh, so he ends up putting like five men there. And he's like, there's no, he said, I'll, you know, I'll buy you a beer if you can get one through there. Next ball just carves it through there again, just like an absolute <laughs> genius. And Graham Pollock as well, back in the day, they reckon he turned his bat. He was so good that he actually turned his bat around and played with the edge. And he used to just try and tick off the clock face. 1 p.m., 2 p.m., 3 p.m., 4 p.m., no matter where the ball was bowled. Anyway, it's 7.31 in the morning. We've got heaps more coming back with. We're going to get to Rick with the choices flooring for it. Choices, flooring pole shirt, shortly, but for now we're going to go and catch up with Trudy with the news for Kubota. Together we are shaping and building New Zealand. Hey, thanks for the news of sports, Trudy. Time for the cho- uh, Choices flooring pole. Make it an easy one for you today. Uh, what's your can't miss this weekend? Got four choices for you uh, on the Baz and Izzy uh, Twitter account. Is it the Ashes? Is it Tarapa with how many Group 1 races tomorrow? Is it the F1 decider in Abu Dhabi? Or is it Steven Gerrard taking Aston Villa back to Anfield? So the former Liverpool star taking the new team he's managing back to Anfield. Those are the four options. What is your can't miss this weekend? Thanks to uh, Choices Flooring. Make sure you jump on there and uh, have a vote. What is it for you? I'm I'm a football nut, so I'm probably I'm leaning towards Stephen Gerrard take going back to Anfield. But honestly, the animosity between Verstappen and Hamilton, I'm going to go F1. Going to go F1. I think that is uh, it's a potential to get ugly, to be honest, and and potential for neither of them to finish that race. 
Steven Gerrard, he'll never walk alone. Eh? Slippy what a great G. great song that is, too. How good is that song? We'll have to get it. We'll have to play that at some stage. He'll never walk alone. What about for you, Is? What, what would you choose out of those? Um, I'll probably go the F1, but if I'm going to be completely honest, um, I got my McCafe just delivered. Thank you, McCafe. I really appreciate your time. And I was giving Tilly a kiss, and then Lovely. I come back, and I just caught the end of Rough. that choices poll, but I've heard it's Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton, so I'll go those two, brother. What okay. about you? So, all right. So you, you get a McCafe delivered to you this time every single day, eh? Hey? What about the rest of us? No. Huh? No, no, no. Yeah, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. <laughs> Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's her last day, too. So this is her last day. She's moving up north. She's moving way back home. So I, I really want to say thank you to Mick Cafe and um, for for their hospitality and uh, for their support. And I really, truly appreciate it. And um, thank you to all my sponsors and all my loved ones, all my fans. Yes. And <laughs> You haven't thanked God acceptance. yet, is he? Haven't thanked God. A wonderful acceptance. That's <laughs> 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 tasty, very right. good. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Mine must be here shortly. Um, I'll buy I reckon okay. for me it's going to be Tarapa. It's going to be Tarapa. And that's that's only because I'm, as, as you're you know, as a football fan and, and all the interest in the other sports. But for me it's just... Five group races on one day. I'm going to be on track. We've been starved of the opportunity to attend live sporting events. To, so to get there and see some of the best equine flesh in our country all on show at the same time and get up close and personal and also have a, a horse racing in, in one of the feature races as well. That's that's going to get my vote, but I completely understand the bigger fish out there in regards to the Formula One as well. That is going to be compelling viewing. And I'm not even really a Formula One fan, but it still grabs your interest, doesn't it? And that's what sporting personalities and and I guess big rivalries at the very top of a sport can do as well. So fascinating point that you say. I wonder if you can get on that bet, Ricardo. It's a good point, actually. Neither Verstappen or Hamilton will finish the the Formula One race. Imagine that. They've spent most of the season taking each other out of races. That's why I say that, you know. Yeah, that's not a bad option, actually. I wonder if we can ask Paulie Moati. Well, although we've got Pitt Morris today, actually. We, <laughs> Paulie was he was too much of a wise guy yesterday, so we've axed him and we've got Pitt Morris back. <laughs> that's what you can do when it's your own show, eh? Is, eh? You're in total yes, control brother. of the content. <laughs> Bears, Bears, I wasn't. I wasn't an F1 fan, but I watched Drive to Survive on F1 on Netflix. If you watch that, you'll become a fan, bro. It is one of the great series, and it gives you a real behind-the-scenes look at what goes in and the money that's thrown into these cars, the technology. And then you get a bit of a you get real understanding of these guys, and you see Max Verstappen. And, and I, before that, I actually thought, oh, Lewis Hamilton, he looks like a bit of a twat. After that, he's an absolute champion, bloke. Seen, seen him on the show, so... Gives you a real good look into them, mate. They're awesome. All right. I'm going to have to have a little look at that when we get some time. Maybe in another quarantine at some point. The, other, uh, the yeah. jockeys are doing one too. The racing world's taking on a, um, a drive to survive type of documentary um, Netflix series too. So that'll be pretty cool to watch too because mm. there's not much love lost between some of them. Some of them get on famously well. Some of them not much love lost between. And talking about jockeys, we've got our Waikato stud. We're talking about the equine game. We've got our Waikato stud preview coming up shortly, and we're going to speak to Rob Dennis down there in 
South, and he's got some hot runners this weekend at Ascot Park, the meeting there, which uh, runs alongside um, Tarapa and also Old Pooney. So we'll look forward to catching up with him very, very soon, get an idea of his horses, his chances this weekend, including Savasar. And he's also doing some really cool charity work, which we'll get, um, we'll get him to explain to us very soon. We'll be back shortly. Baz and Izzy are off to the races. Thanks to Waikato Stud, your source for a racehorse. It is 7.44 here in the morning on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. And it is time for our Waikato Stud racing preview. And of course, Waikato Stud is your source for a racehorse. We're very lucky to be joined by a man who has joined us before on the show and uh, and has tipped us into a couple of very live chances before as well, and I'm sure he'll do it again this weekend. He's uh, He's got a couple of nice chances down there at Ascot Park, all the way down at the bottom of the South Island in Invercargill. He's an absolute champion fella. His name is Robert Dennis. He's, he's also not just a, a horse trainer, but he's also doing some wonderful charity work this weekend, and he'll talk to us a little bit about that. But it's a very big welcome again this morning to Rob Dennis. Good morning, Rob. Morning, guys. How are you? Excellent, mate. Excellent. Before we get on to uh, racing, just just explain to us a little bit about what you're up to this Sunday, trying to raise a bit of money for the Cancer Society. Uh, yeah, that's right. It's um, it's called the Longest Day Challenge. Um, 72 holes of golf, so four rounds of golf in one day. Um, and, yeah, we'll try to raise a bit of money for the Cancer Society. How do we, um, is there anything that we can do to push our, uh, everyone that, that listens to the show and is part of the show to be able to contribute to, to help out there with, uh, with this yep. endeavor? Uh, yeah, of course, obviously every dollar counts. Um, so if you head to longestday.org.nz, um, I think you can search the, the player name. So Robert Dennis, or we're part of the Robert Dennis racing team, came Wyatt and I, um, and you can donate from there. I think we're up to $1,500 so far, so we'd like to get a little bit more than that if we could. Um, otherwise, yeah, head along to I think the Robert Dennis Racing Facebook page. has got the link there as well. Beautiful. We'll put, our, put it up on our um, on our relevant Baz and Izzy for breakfast pages as well. Mate, um, that's fantastic. We wish you all the best with that, and we'll do what we can to try and help you out. Let's... Uh, Quid pro quo. Let's uh, let's you you do what you can to help our punters out. <laughs> what are we looking at this weekend? You've got some real live chances. Race two, you got Zerka. Race four, you got Make Believe. And race six, the big one, Savazar. What are we looking at this weekend, mate? Um, you yeah, missed one there as well. Race five, I've got the ace. Um, but Ooh. yeah, oh, you, you've hit, hit the nail on the head there um, with Savazar. I think she's the she's the real standout and. I think rightly so. She's come up a two-dollar favourite in that race, so you're not going to get rich off her. Um, but look, obviously, if she can oh. she can front up with her form from Cup Week, she'll um, she should go close against this this bunch. Um, initially, we were just nominated for the 65 mile, but when the nominations come out, the 2200 metre race looks um, yeah very ordinary. So put a late nom in and. And yeah, so the only slight concern is she's four weeks between runs, um, but she's a, a very naturally fit horse. Um, she's a bit bit insane, and she keeps herself 
Um, so I'm not too concerned about four weeks between runs. Um, and yeah, Zerika and uh, in, in race two, or sorry, Zilka. Uh, story behind her name, um, Alexei Dobritsky, he, he's my stable hand. He was actually South Island stable hand of the year um, for last season. So he's from the Ukraine and, and he's got a share in this filly. Uh, we call her Star, so Zilka is a Ukrainian translation for Star. Um, but yeah, I, I, she's she's jury's out on her a little bit. Um, she's really got to put her hand up on Saturday. Um, and make believe she's um, got a good draw. Drops back from Cup Week Two back down to Invercargill, um, rating 65 over 1200, which she she seems to go well at. But Invercargill's a tricky course at times. Um, can run into a bit of bad luck there. So yeah, I, I think she's something around six dollars, but. If, if she can um, put her best foot forward, she should be right there in the finish too. Um, and then, yeah, the ace. He was meant to have his first start on Melbourne Cup Day for the season, but he is a bit too well and he dropped the rider just going out of the cage and ended up being late scratch. So that, that's kind of sent his plans a little bit haywire um, for his first up run, which ended up being over 1,400 metres and now he drops back to 1,200. So... I think it's it's again it's going to be a bit of a conditioning run for him on Saturday and probably look for him third up. Beautiful, that is some great detail for our punters out there, and I'm sure they'll be listening and following you in. Make believe the Ace Zurica and Savazar. Savazar two bucks. Well, you say that's not too much, but that's enough. Double your money. How good? Well, I don't want to be too greedy. There, but Rob, um, mate, tell us about the year. Are you happy with how the year's kind of gone for? your stable and the horses you've had and, and the success you've been able to achieve and it was a pretty successful cup week for you a first and a second with Ocean Point getting the treats in the end as well so you happy? Yeah, yeah. so far so good um, Ocean Point's obviously been the headline act um, she's, she's mm. won two out of three so far and she her target race um, for the for the early part of the season really, anyway has always been uh, the listed Hazlitt Stakes on Boxing Day at Wingatui um, so she's had three starts over 1,200 metres at Lingatui and she's won all three of them. Uh, so that, that race there on Boxing Day has had a really, really big ring around it for a while. So I'm trying to get her cherry ripe for that one. Um, and, yeah, we're, we're humming along with a, a reasonable strike rate still. I think it's around six um, six wins. Uh, yeah, a few, few younger horses coming through. Yeah, I guess the hard part is staff. Um, I mean, it's... it's it's hard for everyone in the industry, I think, and, and in particular riders. Um, and I think, as I said to you guys before, in, in particular down here, um, for whatever reason, it's not an attractive place for a lot of people to live um, and, or move to. Um, oh, so, yeah, and I, I think they're... Yeah, 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 I'm surprised too. It's probably 15 degrees <laughs> here in the, in the nice, beautiful sun, clear blue sky today. Um, I think that's a big deterrent for people, but the weather's not as bad as people make out. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, it's hard, but you, you, you battle through. Um, whether or not I can I can sustain this down here is still a bit up in the air, but um, it's certainly not through lack of trying and, and lack of support from owners anyway. There's certainly a lot of owners down here that love racing horses. There's a lot of money down the Lower South Islands, heaps of cash down there. All those Southland farmers, though, they just want to race a couple of horses with the knockabout bloke and 
uh, Foundland and Rob Dennis, but don't wait. Just keep an eye on where he ends up. I'm not sure you'll be down there forever, Rob. You might be at Flemington or Randwick or something like that. But anyway, mate, we're going to let you go. We uh, A big thank you for uh, for joining us and, and also giving us a real insight into um, your team this weekend. It was the racing, uh, the Waikato stud update as well, and we can see that make believers by you know, their former stallion pins and Savazar is obviously by the champion side and Savadil as well. So all the best this weekend mate and thanks for joining us on Baz Nizzi for breakfast. Yeah, cheers Rob. Yeah, no worries guys. Thanks very much and um, yeah, if you can donate to that Longest Day charity because the Cancer Society do a lot of good work for a lot of people. Yeah, beautiful. Spot on, we will do mate. Thank you very much. That was Rob Dennis and that was our Waikato stud home of champion size, including Savabelle and Ocean Park. That was our update. We'll be back very soon on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Yeah, good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. We're two minutes away from 8 o'clock and Trudy and the news. Coming up, we've got Will Jordan. Will Jordan, the breakthrough player of the year for the All Blacks and World Rugby was announced the other day. So if you've got any questions for Will Jordan, make sure you fire them through on double eight double three and we'll get those to the young talent who I'm gonna absolutely school up on the golf course. Got a few Texas. Early Crows. Early Crows, there's a few come through. Club cricket T twenty. Scorer cheered my mates, got my mates fifty, got out next ball on recount, got out for forty nine. Forty nine. <laughs> That's from Chris. That is unlucky. That is unlucky. And here's another one from Brett. He wants to know Bears uh, our tip. So Bears, you've got Dragon Leap in the swap. I miss Louis and Dagger's pick, but I want to hear your thoughts on my pick. Providence provides because talking about celebrating early, I got caught hot dogging in its last start. Four lengths clear, less than 100 meters from home. I started counting my cash, and she lost her balance and shanked it. Might box up our four picks. Well, you want to hear a story? I had Nature Strip, and I had a three-leg multi. I went a tissue, very elegant Nature Strip. And Nature Strip turned the corner, it was in the lead, and I was like, mate, my mate, we're home and hose here, we're going good, we're going to get the treats, we're going to get the treats. Eduardo pops it by a nose and breaks my heart. So I'm sure Baz is the same. He's been probably three or four lengths uh, clear in the race. It ain't over until it's over. Cross that finish line before you start celebrating and counting your money. Keep those texts coming through. I'll tell you those picks after Trudy and the news. But coming up, we've got Will Jordan. We're off to track down some McCafe coffees right now. Here's Trudy with the news for Kubota. Together, we're shaping and building music. Stock up for Christmas at Chemist Warehouse. Find Ralph Lauren Polo Red 75ml for just $79.99. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. Good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. It is Friday. How good is a Friday? I'm up at about 10th of December. It's just after 8 o'clock. The show is flying along. We can't leave it two hours through. That's what happens when you have a bit of fun. You get some good guests on and they lead you into a few wee winners and we had rob dennis on just before and if you missed that i'm not going to tell you the tips i'm not going to tell the tips you got to go to the podcast and get those tips because he led us into a few couple and well they're at ascot they're in invercargill tomorrow and he gave us some gravy so make sure you head over to baz and izzy for breakfast podcast on the scnz app and you'll get those tips from rob dennis how good we also have rob walter on rob walter is the central district's head coach and he's a gun golfer too 
Great to chat about them. They're two from two, the CD Stags. My CD Stags are two from two. They are playing tonight at Hagley Oval against Canterbury. So that was a great little chat to him. Coming up on the show, we get our Friday tip and Great news, Joe Moody. Joe Moody has re-signed till 2024. The big man, the best, best beard in the game, Joe Moody. Front row stocks are healthy. And uh, yeah, it was great to have him on, signed on. So 2024 for the Crusaders and the All Blacks. Well done, Joe Moody. Anyway, we're going to have a wee chat to Will Jordan very, very shortly. He's hopeless with his comms. He's hopeless with his phone. He'd better pick up or I'm going to take his clubs off him because he owes me clubs. He stole my clubs. I'll snap him in half right in front of his eyes. So he better pick them up, get on that phone. But anyway, I want to ask you the question. What is Will Jordan's position? What is his number one position? Do you think... He's been playing a lot at wing. He played his whole career at fullback. But with the All Blacks, he's playing wing. Do you see him in the future getting back to fullback? And is that his position? Or with Geordie Barrett playing so well, is wing his position? Give us a text, double eight, double three. Fullback or wing? If I'm going to have, have my little five cents and what it's worth, I think he is a wing. I think he's a winger. I think that is his position. Why? Well, I'm only speaking from my experiences. I think Will Jordan's ability to just cut the game open. I think at fullback, the deci- you, you, you're a first receiver, you're a decision maker, you've got to have a good kicking game. Will Jordan's got a great kicking game. But I think Will Jordan's biggest ability is his ability to roam, pop up anywhere, play freely, not, you know, unleash the shackles, just play whatever he sees. And then when you're playing wing, you can do that. You can get on the edges. You can play on the wing. Um, so that, that is where I think Will Jordan's favoured position is, on the wing. Um, but we're going to get him on very shortly. He hasn't answered. I'm going to send him an abusive message right now. Here he is. He's answered. <laughs> so give him another call, Kez. He's on. Okay. Well, he, he better hurry up. He won't be far away. He can't Why don't part. We ask? He can't part. <laughs> Why don't we ask uh, if anyone's got any questions for Will Jordan? Send him through on double eight double three while we've got him on the line. Could be rugby, might be about today's golfing duel with Dagger. Eh? How many shots do you have to give him? Is um oh, no, we play off the stick. We play off the stick, mate. It's no, oh, so he's no shots good here, here and there. Uh, nah, nah, he's oh he's all right. He's off about a twelve. He's off to a bombs it, bro. You think I bomb it? He you're not off a 12. Me. What are you? Hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? So you you play off the stick and he's off yeah. a 12. Yeah. You burglar. You're off a six. Mate. You can't play a major and go, yeah, bro, I'll give you eight <laughs> shots. Sweet as. You can't play a major and say, yeah, bro, you have eight shots. <laughs> Don't matter oh, when you're playing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a major? <laughs> Get them out. You know, we're playing. It's all upstairs. Get them in there. Get them in there. If I get them double there, eight, they're gone. Double three. They're gone. Is Izzy fleecing Will Jordan? Six shots that you should be giving him. Well, they're playing off the stick. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, off the stick. I wouldn't be going off for the that. Stick. I would not be going hey, for that. He hits, he hits the biggest ball too. Like he's got a little draw. When he connects it, oof, it flies. Lies. Mate, you he can hit, hit a good ball. He can hit it further than me. 
but it's really? the next shot that putt. counts, Bears. The next two, <laughs> and he can't chip, and he can't putt. So there you go. I've got him already. I'm in his head. He's Hopefully he's listening, because we got him online. Got him online, and we're just having a few technical difficulties, but that's okay. We'll get to him right now, because it's time to talk to Will Jordan, breakthrough player of the year, 15 tries, outstanding wing, fullback, he plays in both, I reckon he's a winger, but we'll see from him, eh? we'll get him on the line right now. Will Jordan, good morning brother, I thought you slept in. <laughs> morning Jaggy, now you know me mate, <clears throat> early uh, early bird gets the worm, so up attacking the day, ready for our <laughs> goal for Savo actually, just getting prepared for that, so should be a good day ahead. So what have you been doing, practicing some putting, because we all know you're putting. <laughs> Yeah, well, look, I had a few issues on the um, 18th green during our um, recent tour overseas. So, um, yeah, I've been dialing my putting and looking forward to taking down the Sabo. So there's a little bit of a dilemma here. Um, what's your handicap again? I th- what are you off? Uh, 10. So he's off a 10, Bears. Yeah, and I'm off, off a 5.8, 5.9. And he reckons i got to give you four shots. But when we play, we're off the stick, aren't we? No, we'll use the handicap system, won't we? <laughs> no, no. You know the rules. You know the rules. Oh, you're off about a three last time I talked to you. He'd gone up a wee bit. Nah, nah. Yeah, yeah. Gone hey, Will. He That's what happens when you have problems, kids, mate. responsibilities. <laughs> kids, <laughs> responsibilities. You know, you just can't get out as much. No, well, we'll go off a stick today then, and I'll probably be buying the beers at the end of the day. Oh. <laughs> Talk them into it. Yes, Bezza. That's how these young fellas. That's how Daggy gets them nice and early. All right. All right. Well, we'll get into it. Bezza's is on the show. He's an absolute champion. We're looking forward to chanting you, mate. Tell us about this year. You've been on fire, mate. You've been on fire. 15 tries. You got. You just won the Breakthrough Player of the Year award, mate. Must You must be pretty proud and happy with the success you've been able to get this year. Yeah, I guess um, you know, since you're back from the tour and being in quarantine and stuff over the last couple of weeks, it gives you a pretty good chance to reflect on um, how it's all gone. And, jeez, um, it seems a while ago that we kicked off the international season against Tonga and Fiji back in July, but a lot's happened since mm. then. And, um, you know, there's been some up and downs along the way, but um, I guess as a whole, looking back, um, personally reasonably happy with how the year's sort of worked out. Nice, bro. So proud of you, mate. What about you? You playing? You playing wing too? I know you traditionally played a lot at fullback. Um, I've kind of came out and said I'm loving you at wing. I think it just really unleashes the shackles for you. You're a player that plays off instincts, plays, um, you know, just whatever he sees. You pop up anywhere. Are you, you enjoy playing the the wing position and and getting a lot of learnings there as well, mate. You loving it? Yeah, I have enjoyed playing wing this year. I think. Um... Like, it's probably the first time um, in my career I've had sort of a sustained period at wing. Like, I've had sort of times for the Crusaders where I've jumped in there, but never really had, like, a big run of games um, kind of back-to-back in there. So that's been cool, just being able to sort of, I guess, try and grow from game to game and um, just understand the different things that the wing position involves. And um, obviously there's some pretty good cattle running around at fullback at the moment. So sort of just been letting Damien and Geordie duke it out there and... um, I've just jumped to the wing and yeah, it's been cool. It's been just for me about getting opportunities on the field and um, yeah, that's been the beauty of being on the wing this year. Hey, Willis Baz here. Congratulations on all your success this year, mate, and uh, love watching you play, but I, I want to talk golf, okay? And there's yeah. a few texts that come flooding through on our uh, on our text line on double eight, double three. 
One person, Callum's saying, I've known Izzy since Lindy days, been fleecing since third form, no surprises. <laughs> so I'm not sure you should just roll over for Big Dagger and just give him those shots. Like, you've earned those shots, mate. And and the other thing, like, don't give him any gimmies because his putting's not sharp either, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, look, there'll be absolutely nothing outside for a foot for Dagger today in the gimmies, that's for sure. But the thing is that my putting's just as shaky, so I need to almost give him a few just to try to get a few back. Otherwise, if I'm putting him out from that distance all day, like, I'm probably struggling. So, um, sort of both. But, but no, nah, the thing is, I know how to play Dagger. Like, it's, I'm maybe a worse golfer than him, but I'm just mentally stronger, so... When we go hit the head, when we go hit the head, when we go hit the head, it's just like... Love it! Like, he's probably five shots better than that golf, but I just know I can probably get to him, so... That's what I'm hoping How will you today. get to him? Like, what will you... Oh, like, how will you get to him? How will you mentally disintegrate Izzy on the course today? This I think insane. the best thing is that he'll actually just do it to himself, so... I actually don't need to do... Too, I don't need to do too much. Little chips here and there, but... I know Daggy's voice in his head. Once there's a few... You'll see that OB right, hazard left. Lots of water at Pegasus, eh, Diggy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, my God. Listen to it. Listen to it. You know, Daggy, first tee, drive the green. Drive the green. If, you, if you've ever played Pegasus, straight over the bunker on the green. Oh, I'll be I don't think we're coming back on this radio show. If I lose after today, the amount of rubbish I've been talking, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh mate hey um quickly just uh before we yeah, we, we all want to go play golf and we've got 40 odd minutes before we get out there mate but um quickly t- tell us about this year mate well, why have you been why have you made the tr- transition so effortless mate what what do you put put it down to the way you've been able to transition on the world stage and um Mate, get the success that you've been able to get in such a small amount of time. Like two years, you've scored over 30 or oh, 20 odd tr- tries. I can't even. How many tries you scored in two years? Like 30, is it? For the All Blacks? Mm. Um, 18, I think. 18. 18. So, how, how have you it. been able to do that, mate? How have you been able to transition <laughs> straight from Super Rugby into the big stage and just do it so effort- effortlessly, mate? Yeah, I guess, like, leaning into this year, I think, um, you know, I've sort of had a couple of, like, strongest se- seasons of Super Rugby now, and I think the main focus for me was just heading into the test footy stuff, although it is, a, you know, a big step up and a tougher game was just to keep trusting what I've been doing at Super Level and, and, and hoping that would translate, and I think that got me off to a, um, you know, a reasonable start, just backing that instinct, and I think the other important thing about Test Footy is, you know, Diggy, how important it is just to learn week to week. And um, I think mm. for me this year, there's been a lot of sort of challenges I've faced for the first time, whether that's facing, um, you know, different teams, be it like the Springboks or uh, those Northern Hemisphere teams or, you know, playing in different environments with the big stadiums and, and atmospheres up north. So I guess I've just been trying to learn from game to game, get getting around the guys around me who have, um, you know, played a lot of Test matches and know what it's all about and, just try and be a bit of a sponge and soak in as much of the information as possible and and then go and translate out in the field. And I think, like you said earlier, being on the wing, it sort of gives you a bit of a licence to, um, you know, play your own game and pop up around the field and look for opportunities, which is something I've always liked doing. So I think that's contributed mm-hmm. as well. Hey, well, um, on the show, we get opportunities to speak to a lot of coaches and, and players and 
we had a coach, um, Rob Walter, on earlier on in the show, and he's talking about his coaching style. What about as a player, mate? What do you like? Um, how, how do you like to be coached? Do you like to be left alone? Do you like to be sort of inspired? Do you like someone to be a bit firmer on you? Like what, what sort of coach really gets best out of, out of you? Um, <clears throat> I think for me, like if I really buy into something and I like understand the meaning behind it, then I'll be able to sort of commit to it. And that's, yeah, really big for me around having, like we use the word clarity a lot, but like if I get into a game, like a bit uncertain around my role or what I'm looking to do, then um, that's where I can come up stuck. So for me, it's about like having a pretty like thorough week of sort of planning and, and detail. And then that means when I get to the weekend, I can sort of go out there and just sort of play with that all in the back of my mind. So I guess that's something that probably drives coaches nuts a bit, but I do sort of ask a lot of questions and um, always looking for feedback and that sort of thing. That's good, mate. Don't be, don't be down about that, mate. People want you to ask questions and ask the right questions and you're turning into a, a great leader, particularly in the Crusaders environment, mate. It's been great to watch your progress over the last couple of years. Hey, quickly, just before we let you go, mate, what are you up to for summer? You're going to have a wee bit of time away and chill out on the beaches and play a bit of golf? Or what's the plan for Will Jordan this summer? Yeah, it's going to be nice, actually, um, just having a bit of time off over the summer after the pretty hectic year. Um, looking forward over the next couple of weeks to just catch up with a few schoolmates and stuff who um, sort of haven't seen too much throughout the year when you sort of get stuck in the footy bubble. So be nice just reconnecting with them and then head up to Kaiteria with a few of the lads and spend New Year's up there. Dave Pavilli's got a big new boat, so looking forward to getting out on that and hopefully catching a few snapper. Um, and then come January, I'll probably just start to yeah, get back into a bit of footy training and be plenty of golf and actually really looking forward to the black back, uh, black flash on the 22nd. Dad, you're looking forward to you steaming in, yeah. as you always do, and yeah. um, you're having a bit of a slap. So, um, yeah, that'll be that'll be exciting. Yeah, yeah. I was, we had Vittorio on the other day and gave me a bit of stick because I've, I've got an average of zero at the moment from two black clashes. <laughs> I got a duck and I... Did not bat. So I'm thinking I might go mid mid order this year. I'll put myself in the middle promote order because I probably won't Yeah, promote myself, mate. I think I need I'm a pinch hitter, so I'm looking forward to that, mate. Looking forward to watching you slap it around too. Hey, um what about Yeah <laughs> Mackenzie, mate. What about Mackenzie? You help Am I a skipper? Yeah. 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 Self promoted. Pinch hitter. Nah, I'm not. I'm not. Ted, Ted will tell us. Ted will tell us one day in Razor. They'll probably let us know. Probably not. Probably be spicy again. Um, Mackenzie, mate, she's baking our cakes for the Christ, Christmas party. Are you going to have any hand in that, mate? And, and maybe put some effort into helping her cook the cakes for the for the Christmas party? Oh, geez, I don't know if you want that, Dad, if you're going to be eating them. But are you going to be getting stuck into that cake on Saturday? I see you've been down at Hit Squad a lot recently, obviously doing a bit of mahi. Are you sure you want to ruin all that by plowing to a bit of Christmas cake on the weekend or are you giving yourself a bit of buffer with all that hard training? It's all about it's all about balance, Will. It's all about balance. You'll see the balance today on the golf course, mate. So I'll definitely be ripping into that cake 100%. I've had your missus' cake, your partner's cakes before and they're outstanding. She does a good job. Will Jordan, there he is. The man. Breakthrough player of the year. We're going to let you go, Will, because we've got to get off and talk to Pitt Morris from the TAB. But thanks so much for joining us, brother, and I'll see you soon. Oh, quickly, can you pick me up on the way? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
I actually never been invited to your house before, so you have to send me your address because I don't know where it is. But right. um, yeah, I'll, I won't I'll say it on here, but I'll text you. Okay, <laughs> yeah, mate. Thank sounds you. good, mate. Cheers, lads. Right. Cheers. There you go. Will Jordan just scared myself a ride because let's be honest, I'm going to have a couple on the golf course. Looking forward to catching up with him, George Bridge, and Mitch Drummond and taking their money. And yes, giving them those shots. We're all off the stick. That was a great catch up. Our Mick Cafe coffee catch up with Will Jordan. He's a good lad and, and he's playing some outstanding rugby as well. Great to have him on Bears and Izzy for breakfast. Great questions, Bears, eh? A little insight. Just getting see, I told you. Twist their arm real easy. Dagger. That's what I do. I get in their heads. You're listening to Bears and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. 25 minutes past eight here on Friday, Friday the 10th of December. How good our second last Friday of the year before we jet off for Christmas and leave the team to hold the fort. And then we'll be back in the new year with a couple of kilos around the waist. That was a great chat with Will Jordan. Looking forward to hearing the result of the Will Jordan versus Izzy Dag on the golf course today. I cannot believe that Will Jordan has accepted that you're just going to play off the stick. There's four shots there. It Too is easy. absolute robbery, as this one texter has said. Is is he playing golf wearing a balaclava? Yep. You are robbing Will Jordan. I, I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. I tell you what, you know, you're going to have to put a bit of space between you and the group in front. Because if, if you reckon he hits it further than you do, there's going to be some big, big bombs hit. You might have a bit of time on the green. That's the only thing. But he sounds like a good fella, and thanks for organising that one, Is a Really a good chat, mate, and he's, he's done some wonderful things on the rugby field this year, and we wish him all the best on the golf course today. It's time for us now to cross over for our TAB Live update. Of course, bet live on your favourite sports with TAB app today. No Paul Mwati. He's been given the hi-ho out of here after his banter yes. yesterday, and we've got the much nicer, much friendlier yeah. Pip Morris joining us. Good Very morning, nice. Pip. Good morning, guys. How are we this morning? We're good. Great. We're good. Now, we have to put a multi together. Is that right? We certainly do. We just haven't had much luck, have we? Of course, Trentham getting canned last time for the year. The racing mega multi buster back, of course. We get the four legs or more. And if you miss by that one leg, you get a bonus bet up to $50. But we don't want that. We want to win. So hopefully we can get it this time. Okay. Beautiful. Okay. Do you, well, do you want to start us off, Ricardo? Uh, yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, hang on. Let me just uh, fire it up, mate. I'm, I'm looking at Tarapa Race 2 uh, tomorrow, and I like Phantom Witness with Opie Bosson on board paying fours for the win. Ooh. Okay. How's that to start us? Good jockey. That's a good start. Opie yes. wins. Opie just wins. For me, for me, uh, I'm going to go the Cook Stakes, and I'm going Aegon. I'm going Aegon to win the Cook Stakes. Please? Because Aegon's happy now. Happy. Okay, Pip, what, what have you got for us? I'm heading to the Valley tonight. I'm going for Matau Ma, who's for the Mick Price and Michael Kent team. He's been gouted. He's won two jump outs since in really good fashion. And he's at 250 for the win and from 420. Okay, beautiful. Beautiful. And, that's and then race I three. will. Race three. Okay, race three at the Valley tonight. Uh, do we want odds or do you want. Oh, I don't know which way to go. Do I go Wolverine or do I go Dragon Leap? Can I go Dragon Leap the place, please? What? Oh, hang on. Oh, hang on. Sorry. No, no, I can't. I can't. As he's looked at me and he's gone, what do you mean the place, mate? (laughs) I'll go Dragon Leap to win. 
Thank you. Oh, he's taking on Smithy because he's gone Wolverine for his showdown bet. Oh, has he gone What's Wolverine? that paying? Dollar ten? Two seventy. It's probably the bet, to be fair. But I'm going to go Dragon Leaf. I'm going to back in the O'Sullivan and Scott team. Well, what else have you got for us today, Pip? Well, of course, we've got the Todonga races today. $25,000 guaranteed quaddy later on on the late quaddy. And yet to wrap it tomorrow, of course, guys, huge meeting there. First race at 11.54. The first time in New Zealand that we've had bonus bets across the whole race meeting there. So you can play there, you get bonus back if your runner finishes second, third or fourth. And now up to $50 across the whole yes. meeting. So if that doesn't get you excited, I don't know what will. Yeah, that's huge. 50, back. Up, to, up to $50 across the entire meeting. That's very, very generous. Thank you very much, Pip, for your update. Have a great weekend, and let's see if we can get that little multi of ours up. It'll pay huge money. But thank you very much, Pip. <laughs> you guys enjoy your weekend too, and hopefully we can give it away this time to a listener. Here, here. Yeah, yeah, wonderful. That was Pip Morrison, TAB, promotions in play and hundreds of sports markets to choose from. Visit tab.co.nz. Please gamble responsibly. R18, there is so much to choose from on the racetrack this weekend, so let's hope that we can get all of you at home paid as well as that one listener who might get the multi. If it does, then you can pay for our Christmas party next week. 8.30 here in the morning on Baz Nizzi for <laughs> breakfast. We're off to Trudy with the news for Kubota. Together, we are shaping and building New Zealand. Uh, thanks for the news and sport update, Trudes. Uh, this is Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Our choices flooring poll today. What's your can't miss this weekend? We put that up uh, an hour ago. This is what the uh, the results look like so far, boys. Uh, the Ashes, 50% say the Ashes is their can't miss. 31.5%, the F1 decider in Abu Dhabi. 11.1% Tarapa. And 7.4% Stevie G returning to Anfield with Aston Villa as manager. There you go, boys. Oh, okay. Ashes. That? That's a that's a yeah. I've managed to do uh, I've managed to do the maths as well, boys, on that multi that Pip Morris gave us. Well, you know the fifty dollar multi that we put together with Pip Morris, um, and uh, she looks pretty good. Dragon Leap in race five um, to win at sevens. That's at Tarapa tomorrow. The Valley races today. Race three, Matal Ma is paying two fifty. The Phantom Witness race two at Tarapa tomorrow is paying fours. And Aegon at Tarapa race ten tomorrow paying four twenty. Ten on returns two thousand nine hundred and forty dollars. That's how we roll. Gimme. It's wow. a gimme. That is how we roll. <laughs> eh? Who We're wants that? We're not Who wants here that out to just, there? You know, take hey? over. We're here to go bang. We're here to make some cash for someone. Well, I mean, it is a $50 multi, too, actually. So if I do the maths on that, $14,700. Be good for yeah, Christmas. You see? Yeah. See, that's what we like, though. We're, like, we're crypto. We're crypto, boys. We're in for the big kill. You know, we're not, we're not in the old bank bonds. No, not Izzy, not Baz. We're in the crypto. And that's how we punt. We're going to get paid. We're going to get paid a lot. We're going to have to back up and bring the trailer in all at the same time. And we're unapologetic about it. That's like, hey, we'll put it this way. Izzy Dag, the high ball goes up. 
In the 22, Izzy Dad catches it. He doesn't go, oh, give me two steps, clearance. No, he goes, oh, let's go. Where's the space? I'm running for holes. I'm going to try and score at the other end of the field. Eh? And I'm bad and I'm not sitting there going, oh, I'm going to try and get myself through the over here, have a little look and, you know, adjust for the conditions. No, you go down the wicket and you try and whack him over his head for six. That's our personalities and that's how we punt. Eh? And we're unapologetic about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm all no in, brother. Here, right? Right? No no Amen, brother. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. oh, and on that note, we're going to roll into the Friday tipples <laughs> very shortly. It's eight thirty-five in the morning here on Baz and Izzy I'm for breakfast. We'll be back fridge. soon. It is eight forty in the morning. Twenty minutes away from our weekend. Twenty minutes away from us handing over the bat into the voice of sport, the Doyen. Ian Smith, who is down there in the beautiful Hawke's Bay. And then after Smitty, well, we got staff in the afternoons and then Kirsten Beeve to bring you home for drive and take you into the weekend here on SCNZ. Before the break, we talked our pan- punting strategy. We talked our life lessons. We talked Israel, dad, goose steps, heading for the try line under the high ball. We talked me slogging, trying to hit sixes rather than playing it safe. Damn the torpedoes, they say. Well, I just did a little bit of research. Research. Where does that saying come from? Well, as, as a Farragut passed the Brooklyn, Alden called across to him to point out the torpedoes in the water dead ahead, to which Farragut reportedly replied, damn the torpedoes. The phrase has gained immortality in the 150 years since. Effectively, damn the tor- torpedoes means dismiss the risks of dangerous action. Couldn't be more perfect for you and I, my friend. That is Baz and Izzy for breakfast. That is how we live our life. And that's how we're going to roll into the Friday tip. Um. <laughs> well, guys, we've made it. It's time for the Friday Tipple. That is us to a T, brother. Risk versus reward. I'm risking all day. That is my personality. Here we go. We are here, Friday tipple, and I am up and about. And we got, what maker driver do you use? Quickly from Mark. And Mark, well, I use a tailor-made Sim 2. Tailor-made Sim 2. And Baz is a Callaway Epic. Because that's how he rolls. He's got the Epic. How good. Anyway, time for a tipple. We spoke to All Blacks captain Sammy Kane on Tuesday after he signed a deal to remain in New Zealand until 2025. Evidently, it's a decision he won't be losing any sleep over. To tell you the truth, mate, it was pretty easy. Still got a real drive to want to get better as a rugby player. Um, the semi-final loss at the World Cup things a bit still and, and really want to be part of a, another World Cup winning squad. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Good on you, Sammy, brother. I look forward to seeing you and the boys return to form after a tough year. Work towards winning another World Cup. His pockets are full. That is Sammy Kane. Cheers. On you, Sammy Kane. Well, we've witnessed a lot of success from our Kiwi footballers on the world stages this year, but one player who's gone under the radar over in the U.S., Bill Tuoloma. He's been a regular fixture for a Portland Timbers side that will play for their second MLS title. 
come Sunday, it's a massive achievement. It's something Bill is clearly stoked about. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's really good. I'm really excited to host the MLS Cup final at your home home soil. Is so uh, you know you can't you can't beat that. Portland, well, they'll enter the game as favourites and they have a chance to win the cup at home in front of a sold-out crowd. So we're looking forward to the game, mate. Wish you and the team all the very best of luck. Cheers. He gets a double cheers there. How good. Bill Tui Luma, good luck, brother. Good luck. Well, yesterday we caught up with Graham Swan and if you've missed that, make sure you head over to Baz and Izzy's for breakfast podcast because honestly... You won't be disappointed. I had some friends messaging me yesterday laughing their heads off. It was a great, it was one of the greats from Swanee. He's a champion bloke. And well, he was less than pleased with England's performance in the opening innings of the Ashes. And I'm pretty sure he's not too confident about their chances moving forward. Honestly, our top six wouldn't get in most county sides 10 years ago. And they're having 32 for England on our flat wickets. It's just a joke. I've been dreading this day when it happened. But aside from that, Everything's cool over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of the greats. One of the greats. That is one of the many lines he made me lose the plot to. He was outstanding. Great to have uh, Graham Swan. Yep, it's not looking great for Englishmen, but thanks for putting a smile to our faces, Swanee. Look forward to meeting you sometime in the future and doing some karaoke with you, mate. That is Graham Swan. Cheers. Yeah, he's hilarious. And keeping on the cricket theme as well, the toast of the week surely has to go to AJ's Patel, who achieved something, well, quite remarkable during the Black Caps test against India. He took all 10 wickets in the first innings, becoming just the third man in the history of the game to have achieved that feat. We were lucky enough to speak to the great Daniel Vittori on Monday about the significance of this moment. It's one of those special things of, of a generation and obviously it means so much to ages, but I think it means so much to New Zealand boarding public and New Zealand cricket followers because we'll, you always have that. Jim Laker and Okumbla and Ajaz Patel, he may seem slightly unlikely in that group, but the way he bowled and the skill that he showed meant that he was just a, a class above on the day. Well summed up, Daniel Luke Vittori. Couldn't have said it better myself. An incredible performance that will stay in the minds of Kiwis for years come not just cricket fans but all sporting fans here in New Zealand and around the world. Well done to AJs for your extraordinary efforts and big thanks to Dan for coming on the show as well. Cheers. Oh, sounds like Prego. Sounds like Prego next Friday that doesn't it bears ages popping the champagne. Now nah, what a wonderful week. I've really, really enjoyed it. It's been great. We've got a great team on here with Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Ricardo's filling in, mate. Love your work. Anything you want to cheers for the week, Ricardo? Uh, just cheers to Long Weekend Louis for calling me in off holiday to fill in for him uh, so he can have uh, an extended one, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he went out for a long lunch you, yesterday. Trent? Well, he went out for a long lunch yesterday. Um, remember, he was with some yeah. racing guy and he didn't turn up for work. So, yeah, yeah cheers to that. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> indeed. At least you, at least, oh, oh. I, at least I turned up. Oh, so that's what I was going to say. Trude's prayed it and still got here. <laughs> oh, I broke my foot. I still turned up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I broke my that's foot. Saying, isn't Two it? screws, surgery. Out that's with right. the boys. Out with the boys, in with the men. Man of the night, man of the morning, all those sort of good things. But no, we hope we hope Louis is all good, and we look yeah. forward to catching up with him later. Yeah. But it is good to have you 
Ricardo. We have got a great team, haven't we? Is we're very lucky. Trudy, yep. you're an absolute superstar. You hold the ship together. You really do. Back, back at you, Gloody. Gloody. Yeah. In the kitchen. Always <laughs> in the Gears kitchen. And Gears and yeah. Oh, a couple of rock stars it. out the back. Hey, wait till you get them up and about up in Auckland next Friday. <laughs> hey, you guys do all the hard work and we appreciate you greatly. So thank you. And a big cheers to you guys yep. as we head into the weekend as well. Where's your clink? You meant to cheers yourself. Ah, uh, clink. Water bottle. There you go. There we go. Perfect. There we go. <laughs> all righty. That was the Friday tipple. Another addition uh, for us here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We are going to get off to a quick break because we're going to give ourselves a bit of time to talk to the doyen as we head into Friday, catch up with Smitty and see what he's got to offer on his show today and also maybe get his thoughts on what he's got at Tarapa. We hear that Wolverine is on his list, on his hit list. He might have another couple others for us. We'll be back very shortly with Smitty and Sleep On It for Temper.